Welcome back to episode four of Save It for the Podcast. Podcast. Dot, dot, dot. Maybe a fourth dot if there's a copyright infringement that we have yet to stumble upon. Um, you know, I did some quick research and I did find out that there was a podcast called Save It for the Podcast. However, they seem to be defunct. Oh, lucky us. Episode four really flies by. I mean, we're here. It does. Before you know it, we might be on episode five. I hope so. I hope uh, the podcast lasts more than just four episodes. Today is Sunday. And uh, I thought we could just talk about that day of the week. Sunday. Like, what does a Sunday mean to you kind of thing? Yeah, and, you know, what did we do? What do we typically do? Uh, Okay, great. What is Sunday? I have to tell you that I do not dislike Sundays, as many people do, by sharing memes like Garfield or Kathy. Like, they're so, you know, oh, no, dreading Monday. I'm not like that, but I definitely... Don't like to see people or do much outside of the house. I like to nest and get myself ready for the week. How about you? Uh, I also do not dread Sundays. Um, I like them I because Monday is actually sort of my favorite day of the week. Favorite day of the work week, I should say, because I get so much done on Mondays because I pre-plan on Sundays. Yeah. Growing up, Sunday TV was a thing. There were a lot of good shows on Sunday, I think, that I remember. Like, were the Simpsons on Sunday? Yeah, they may still be on Sunday. Did the X-Files do a Sunday slot for a bit? They did. They, I think they moved from Friday nights to Sunday nights. I think Sunday, and like watching my parents watch Sunday TV, and now we're parents watching Sunday TV. You know, it takes a pandemic for me to rewatch a show. Like what? Well, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't rewatch episodes of anything, even though I really like them, because it's like been there, done that. But we rewatched, I think, 10 seasons, all 10 seasons of Curb. We sure did. We binged. Wow. I think that... Is when that I, would that be considered a re-binge? Or no, because we didn't binge in the first place. You're right. They were episodic once a week. You know, we when I watch that show, I just feel like we are Larry and Jeff looking at each other in situations like Zoinks. And you're Jeff? No, I'm Larry. Oh, okay. I thought I was Larry. I guess we could take turns. <laughs> um, so we're in episode four now, which brings me to a point where I have to ask you a question. It's sort of like a behind the scenes question, but okay. we don't do anything behind the scenes. So I'm just going to put it in front of the scenes. And that is, I really need to clear my throat right now. Um. Mm. So what I want to do is mute our microphones, get it done quickly, and then come right back. 
maybe I'll put on some, oh, throat clearing music. That's an idea. Let's try that. All right, hold on, everybody. All right, all done with that. You know what? That could be something we do moving forward. If I have to clear my throat, you'll hear the throat clearing music, and then I'll do it quickly, and then we'll be back. How does that work for you? Mm. Mm. Moving on, I brought out my little notebook where I have random stuff that I don't look at until we do these recordings, and I'm trying to read my own handwriting again. Oh, something we talked about yesterday when I was discussing baking for springtime and bunt cakes, and you had a good idea. I needed an interesting <laughs> pan, like a special bunt pan or something, and you thought maybe like the little free library of cooking supplies, baking supplies could be a thing, so we don't have to like congest your kitchen with things you only use once a lifetime or once every decade. Um, do we need to explain to maybe someone's listening to the podcast in another country, another continent, and they don't understand what little free libraries are? Do Go we need for to? It. Uh, I'm not sure I really know what they are, except <laughs> that I will say people in our neighborhood have these decorative boxes in front of their houses. And when you open them, there are books inside that you can take out, read, and return to yeah, that I box. I think is that this how concept works? is pretty understood by most of the listeners out there. It was actually first started here in Madison, Wisconsin, by a gentleman that we know. And um, it spread throughout the country and probably beyond. I just wish they would have instructions on the little free libraries because I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. Take a book, leave a book. You know what also happened? Um, so I, I take our dog to the dog park every morning because uh, she likes to run. She likes to be with her friends. It's a good way to get the day started for me. And there was not a little free library for the dogs, but a little free dog toy exchange program inside the dog park. And I thought that was really cute. Like, if you want to use a ball, use this ball that's in, in this little box here. For but sure. bring something, return something, bring something new. Maybe you should take the um, stolen toys out of the back of our car and return them to that spot. I think stolen is a strong word. Borrowed without yes. returning. Our dog likes to bring stuff home from the dog park. Uh, we actually, um, she's known at the dog park as the recycler. That's what people call her. Because typically, she'll run around the park, she'll find an empty plastic bottle here or there, an empty Pepsi bottle. She'll pick it up and she'll put it in the back of the car and bring it home. And usually I just take those out and throw them in the recycling bin after that. That might be her job. They say that all dogs really want to have a job and a purpose. Mm -hmm. So I think that hunting plastic to be recycled is her job. I not think not it's a bad a, job. No, especially now. Yeah. We need to recycle and upcycle. Well, 
Recycling seems to be a scam. I hope that we can just eliminate plastic. Then what will she take home from the dog park? Hmm. Time will tell. Yes. Maybe they'll start making bottles out of like... Mushrooms. Plant material. Yeah. For sure. So a little bit ago, I baked something in a loaf pan. And um, it got me thinking that I still haven't done one of the handful of pandemic treats that I want to make. Eclairs. You know, I figured since we've we hung wallpaper. Check. Which people told us would be the end of our marriage because it's hard and difficult to communicate. But we did it successfully. We did. We remained married. So maybe we could do eclairs. And what I mean by we is you could read me the directions like our son did today with the matcha bunt cake or the matcha loaf pan. Matcha loaf cake. Because I really appreciate help, but it could just be verbal. You don't have to get your hands dirty. Just guide me with the words so I don't have to look back at the directions. Do you think you could do that? Well, what I will say is I don't really enjoy doing that because, and it's not because I don't like hanging out and doing activities with you. It is the the way that recipe websites are set up. They're so annoying. You scroll, you scroll, all these ads pop up. Clickbait. You're looking at one thing and then it jumps because this ad pops up in the middle and you, I I always lose my place and I end up adding 14 bags of salt and sugar and flour because I get all the measurements wrong because I thought I reread the same thing wrong and it's just, oh. It's never happened like that. And can you see how that would be frustrating for me with floured hands? To be doing that. That's why it's nice when someone can just stay clean and have some patience. And maybe there's a new way of getting around that clickbait and those ad pop-ups. We could, I just, I, don't, I think we can do this. I want to, I want to challenge myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I won't do it, but I think um, what I will do is just print out the whole web page. No, Then save the retype paper. it. <laughs> Stop. On a typewriter, get rid of all the pop-up ads and then put that in a scanner and send that to my cell phone, and then I can read it to you from there. Okay, we can circle back. That that just bothers me. It doesn't seem, like, efficient. You like efficiency? You know I do. Well, speaking of efficiency, we're getting near the end of episode four already. Can you believe it? No, I can't. Time went by. I know. I feel it's... like I've been really... My voice sounds really monotonous, and boring today but i'm there might be a bit of a you know i'm dealing with like a weird respiratory allergy or something so maybe that's why i sound and feel funny could be time doesn't really make sense to me right now but i have so many things to say well we have future episodes don't forget that you know when someone asked me the other day what this podcast was all about i think it just boils down to talking about things people think about but don't talk about, but we do. But maybe you have to work on that. Right. That leads to a whole bunch of questions for me. And we only have 45 seconds left in the episode. What? Yeah. But we make the length. 
I know. You want to save it for the podcast? Of course. That's the whole name of the podcast. Okie dokie. All right. Well, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in to episode four of Save It For The Podcast. And you know what my hope is? Tell me. That the listeners will come back for episode five. Don't be deterred by raspy voices. Thanks a lot, everyone. Talk to you soon.